I got it. Thank you for joining us for Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. I'm Michelle, and joined, as usual, by my dear friend, co-host and podcasting husband, Jaden Satia. What up, what up? Hello, Mr. Executive Director so of the Twin Cities here. Film Fest. It's so loud. So if you wonder where we're at, let's pull that down a little bit because... Normally, we are podcasting from the Twin Cities Film Fest studios, yes. but right now, we are live on location. We took a great, great adventure to the city of Los Angeles, In courtesy Venice, of Jayden. Yes, so we are hanging out here, and we are having a great event, Jayden, so tell everybody what we're doing. Yeah, so we're celebrating a 10-year anniversary, and a lot of our filmmakers and content creators over the last 10 years uh, have asked us to throw parties and whatnot, and of course, we throw a big, giant party at the Twin Cities Film Fest every single year, where a lot of the new content creators come and showcase their work we have parties for them but all of our past content creators majority of them live out on the west coast and they've asked us years and years so we've been doing a party here for the last wow. seven years and when uh, when this year came around to celebrate our 10th anniversary we we have a venice uh beach house here that we're just like well we're gonna stay here anyways and i have a lot of meetings <laughs> here and so people are like this is baller do you own this i'm like no i run a non-profit i don't own anything <laughs> i can fake it till i make it but that said we have uh, a party here we had a brunch this morning uh and then we're having a happy hour right now so and you had the opportunity to make some great announcements so what's of course we needed to do be our geek from uh, this location, and one of the things that has been so difficult about this particular episode, Jayton, is that you've had such a great turnout at this event that it was so difficult to weed through all of the amazing talent in this room and go, who do we want to get on the podcast? So yeah. we're going to have actually kind of like a red carpet review of some amazing talent that's at the event. Yeah, and again, it's almost like, a, and I grew up in Mississippi, and I think majority of our consumers, uh, audience members know that. It's like a jambalaya. We're going to have a jambalaya <laughs> of guests here, and I think the right jambalaya is a mixture of uh, right taste and, and the right amount of spices and, and, and variety. So... I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and I think we have, again, this is so loud here. It's like 30, 40 people right behind me. Um, that said, we do have our first guest just sitting yes, right next to yes, me. Yes, yes, so you, uh So Winnie is with us. So let's let Winnie come up to the microphone. Hello, Winnie. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, so let's introduce yourself because I don't want to mess up your name because you have an alias and then you have your government name. Yes, so uh, which one do you want to use? So my name is Winnie Holmes. But most people in the business know me as Winnie. What will we see when we see your name in the credits of the very many projects that you have working on, Winnie? Well, you'll see my full name, which is Juanesta Carlota Holmes. Ah, okay. So that's what I will go by when I'm directing. But Winnie is, you'll see if I'm doing something outside of directing. Ah, so I do eventually want to talk about the projects that you are working on that are your passion projects, but you did have your first directorial opportunity, right? Do you yes. want to talk about that? Yes, I got my first opportunity my first opportunity to direct on a new Netflix series called Family Reunion, starring Loretta Devine, Tia Murray, and Richard Roundtree. It drops on Netflix July the 10th. Congratulations. 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 Yes. What a great cast. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, awesome cast, uh, great Ensemble cast is Anthony Alabi is another comedy. Yes, it's multi, comedy, multi-camera multi comedy. Yeah. Yes, four cameras. We shot it here in Los Angeles at Paramount, and uh, it was my first time. I've been in the business for a long time, working as a script supervisor. So, tell me again, what was your job that you normally had been doing before, immediately before this directorial debate debut? 
Well, before this, I was working on the set as a camera coordinator. Yes. And that particular position okay. is one where you assist the director, making sure that the shots are there for, for the cameras and um, just that right-hand person for the director. So you are key to making sure that everything really comes out the way that it is intended yes. and that we have that amazing product at the end. Yes. For most of the time, the directors have to do their own work, but I'm the backup. So gotcha. Yes, okay. I'm the other eye, set of eyes. And so what you would, you know, since you were integral to so many projects before what was the main differentiating factor when you're like now I am actually stepping into the director's chair myself the main thing was knowing that I was the person making the decision Mm -hmm. and everyone looking at me and I realized oh it's me (laughs) (laughs) at one point it was uh, assuming that's a little empowering to I mean it's that first shock of like oh I'm the decision maker but at that point you Take a hold of it. Did you did you kind of own it at that point, and just kind of do you think that decision making got easier uh, for you or or harder because everybody was relying upon you for this decision? Well, for me, I think I got more. I was very prepared for it. I didn't get caught up in the role of the title of director. I didn't focus so much on power. It's more of coming to the show, being prepared, knowing what I wanted, and just collaborating with my coworkers. I've been in the business for a very long time on various projects, and I think the respect that I got from everyone who knew me otherwise helped a lot as well. Well, congratulations Thank on you. that. I hope you have, it is the first of many. Yes, I would love you. to see your name all over the place. Before you go, before do you, obviously you're, you're, oh, you're a great content question. creator. If you were to say you, outside of work, which is of course your passion, what do you geek out about? Like the, the topic that would incite many a conversation with you if somebody were to bring it up? A couple of things. Okay. One could be my desire and or my past desires of being an avid athlete. I've done 13 marathons. Wow. I've done five triathlons. I've thought about doing 13 marathons. <laughs> he thought about it for about 15 minutes and said, let somebody else do that. Yeah. I've ridden my bike across the country from Seattle, Washington to D.C. I've ridden from San Francisco to L.A. I've taught spinning classes, and it's more of an inspiration to others. I didn't know how to swim when I did my first triathlon. I was 40 years old. Wow. Tell my so age. I still have a... Uh, yes, you I, have... I, yes. I don't know. I'm from India. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I can just say that right now. Like, a lot of people from India don't know how to swim. You can but do it. That's it. You can do I, it. I can still do it. All right. Yes. Well, other geek, I guess, passion is to spread love. Being in this business, I find that there's many people who go through things, and a lot of things that I do on set is to really just exude the love. And that's, that's what I want to just pass on in every project that I do. I feel like I would like to make a positive impact on anything that I do. I want people to walk out feeling good about themselves. That's amazing. Well, Winnie, when I was talking to you over the craft services that Jayton and the rest of the folks from the Twin Cities Film Fest put together, you were talking about a number of your like your passion projects. And I thought that you shared something that I thought was wonderful, like so many of us do, where you have so many projects in the work, and then the day-to-day work it becomes of import, so you have to put things and table them and get back to them later. So of the multitude of projects that you have working right now, is there one that you would like to get done first, or are they like children where you're like, I love them all equally? Well, the one that I probably want to do first is dealing with uh, the relationship that my dad and I have. My father is 96 years old, and my mom's deceased, and my father and I have become buddies and the dynamic between someone 96 and the generation gap 
says a lot. We are a committed team. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Some of the things that we, he's very sharp. He's, he still drives, and it's interesting, the dynamic. People watch us, and, and they say you should write about it. So that's one of the things I'm working on right now. So are you eventually going to have that be a book, a short film? Both. A movie? Both. Okay. Both. Both. I'm writing his biography. But I also want to do it as a short film as well. Oh, that's wonderful. So where can we find you? If somebody wants to follow you on Instagram or social media or, or work upon discovering you for the first time, for the second time, for the third time, where can they go find you? They can find me on Instagram, win, W-I-N, Amord, A-M-O-R, love, L-O-V-E. Wonderful. Wonderful. And we will make sure that we put that on all of our BR Geek social media. So, Winnie, we are very excited. We will look for your show. We will look for your directorial debut. Thank you. So you can always make sure that when you end up going and and putting it on Instagram, that today is the day to make sure that it dropped. We'll make sure that we repost all of that for you. I love that. Thank you so much. And you can do some swimming lessons for Jayden. You got it? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Winnie. Thank you so much. Right, so, so Jayton, I'm yeah. glad that we are continuing this cavalcade of amazingly talented people that are here at your event. And uh, I just want to tell this story briefly because we did talk about on our previous episode that we were not coming to L.A. alone. We weren't coming to Venice alone. We did bring our managing director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, Bill Cooper, along with us. He is still here. You know, and he's he, got enough wine in him. I think has, he's okay now. We've he is over there. Him, that he, no. you know, and plus, he honestly did not get as upset with us as he did before because we warned him that we were doing the podcast this time. So I think that all of his anxiety was taken care of. If not, we'll check in with him in a few minutes and see if he's okay. I could care less. But I do. I do care. (laughs) (laughs) I do care. I do care. You got to. He's the one staying in the house real quick. On the podcast. That's what happens when you go live. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, I do have a a wonderful guest sitting right next to me, if I may introduce him. Um, So Roger is an accomplished filmmaker. Uh, again, we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year, and for a nonprofit, that is a huge milestone. For any yes. any business, that's a big milestone. And the reason why we are here today celebrating our 10 years is all about the content creators that have given us access to their amazing content. Roger gave us the opportunity to show his brilliant documentary back in 2010 uh, called Nature of Existence. And it was such a great hit. Roger's from Minnesota. And Roger said, hey, I have another documentary that I would like to bring to the festival this year. And we're like, wait a second, 10-year anniversary? You want to bring something back? (laughs) Yes, please. Sorry, it it took me that long to finish it. My apologies. (laughs) Roger, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell tell our listeners, uh, 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 again, we're going to talk about what you geek out about, but let's talk about you first. So where are you from? What do you do? I'm a filmmaker now, and I always have been, actually since the age of seven. Okay. Grew up in Minnesota, as you might have guessed by now, on the north arm of Lake Minnetonka. Oh, fair enough. Yes, we're quite familiar. I found my dad's camera when I was seven years old, and I've been filming ever since. And I, I've never stopped. What it, kind of I, camera was it? Do you it remember? It was a Super 8, Bell & Howell, Super 8 camera. Wow. Very similar to the one that, that uh, George Zapruder used to film the JFK assassination. Wow. Wow. Roger, do you remember what the first film you made when you were seven was about? Oh, yeah. Okay, I still well, have it, it actually. <laughs> Maybe we can show that right before your That would be fantastic. <laughs> Let's do that, please. So what was yeah, it about? I'll have to release that someday. I used to watch Carmen and Clancy. Yes. Which was uh, in Minnesota, these children's shows in the morning, and they would show cartoons, and among the cartoons was, were these Gumby 
cartoons, which were animated. I do yes. remember that, yes. Pixelation, animated. Gumby and his horse, Pokey. Right, Pokey. Yes, yes, Pokey. Pokey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was, and they're really weird if you've ever seen them. Very they're, much they're so. They're bizarre and, and hallucinogenic and, 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 and almost scary. I remember one time they, they, they were like went into an oven and almost got baked. And <laughs> it's a and, children's story. Well, it made me want to emulate it, and so I animated. I had these Charlie, these Charlie Brown and Linus dolls, and I animated them through these adventures, climbing on the back of the couch and almost falling off. And that was my first film. Oh, I would love to see that. I want to see that film yes. so bad right now. It's awesome. So, did you have like little screenings at home of your films when you were a young Roger? Is that what you were doing? Oh, I would conscript my brothers and sister and my neighbors <laughs> to be in the film, and then we'd all I'd make everyone watch it. Of course, when uh, it was done. That is fantastic. Did you make popcorn and you're like, here's this? And Not much has changed. I do the exact <laughs> same thing now. I get all my friends scale. to help and then we finish it and then uh, screen it, and, and, and uh, starting with film festivals. What, so let me ask you from an uh, executive director to a filmmaker, why are film festivals so important to content creators, to independent filmmakers? You have to get your, your – you need your product seen. Right, and it's one avenue to get your 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 film seen. Who do you want it seen by? Well, obviously you want distributors to see it, and they're out there scouting festivals to some degree, but also film agents, and you want to get reviews. And you're basically building a case that you're going to present to a distributor for why they should pick up your film. Right, festivals are helpful in that way through getting reviews, and that's how I met my film agent, actually, who's now repping my film, was through screening at film festivals. That's great. Um, so I did mention earlier that your your film Nature of Existence showed at our first festival uh, ever in 2010. Let's talk about your current project, The Truth About Marriage. So talk about why why that particular topic for you, and then tell, let's talk, talk about the film again. People can uh, watch the film at our festival, but let's talk about that. I made, well, I, I get obsessed with an idea or a concept or a question, and then I set out to, to solve this impossible question. With the nature of existence, my question was, why do we exist? So I, as the filmmaker, the investigator, I go out and traveled around the world finding people to interrogate. I found representatives of every major belief system and made them explain to me what's the purpose of life. And then I intercut all their responses, and it's a comedy. My documentaries are funny. I find the humor in humanity. Which we appreciate. You've got to laugh or you go insane. Right. The, the, nature, the truth about marriage, my question is, why is marriage so hard for human beings? Right. Why do we have to work so hard at to get it right? Mm -hmm. If I was selling you a product, like if I'm a car salesman, hey, I've got this great car. You're going to love it. And if you ask me, well, what's, is it guaranteed? And if I, my response was, well, no, and 50% of them are going to fail within four years, and the other 50%, they're going to work, but it's going to take a lot of hard work on your part to keep them running. You'd exactly. say, that you better go back to the drawing board. Right. Mm -hmm. That so is a I, broken, flawed car. Right, Why do I want that? That's right. a bad system to start There's with. something wrong with our marriage institution. So I set out to investigate what is the problem and how do we, what's the solution, how do we solve this? And in the film, I, 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 I found the answers. Well, I'm like very excited to be. So, there. when people watch the film, uh, what do you hope they take out of it? Just the consumers that are sitting in the audience. Well, one thing I noticed in making this film is that, that nobody teaches you how to have a relationship in high school or college. You're just set out into the world to fail over and over, and eventually figure it out through trial and error. It doesn't have to be that way. There are some right. very simple behaviors that if we had known, if you had known this when you started out in your first relationship, it would have gone so much better. 
I've been through relationships, which like a trail of, of, of wrecked relationships behind me that didn't have to be so devastating. Right. If I knew some, which now I've learned some very basic things about human interaction. And so I hope that people will take that away from watching this film. Here's with some basic tools that you can take to your relationship, whether you've been married 10 years or 50 years or you're single and still want to find that relationship. Right. Well, Roger, you made the joke when we first started that you're apologizing for it taking 10 years to come up with another film. <laughs> How long have you actually been working on this most recent project? I started it when I finished the last film, so it was about a, a full-on an eight-year process, and part of it was when I got invited to weddings, I brought my camera, and I would interview the couple at their wedding, and then I checked back three years or five years or seven years later to see what happened. Right. And it was always a surprise. You th- the ones you thought, oh, they'll, they'll make it for sure. Well, but <laughs> it wasn't quite maybe the way they expected. And the ones, oh, they'll never make it. And they're, they're going great. You, you just, it's hard to predict. One of the things I always like talking to documentary, documentary filmmakers about is how do you distill hours and sometimes hundreds of hours of footage into a cohesive story? Yeah, one little, that editing process. One baby step at a time. Okay. It's overwhelming if you sit down with a stack of footage. So I would just take little chunks, and I would cut, cut this little nugget together until it kind of worked as a, little, as a unit, a molecule of its own, put it on the shelf, and until I had a whole bunch of molecules, and then I could then take those and build kind something bigger. Kind of move them bigger. around and kind of yeah. see which one flows the best with the other. You've got to break yeah. it down into small ta- smaller tasks until you've got a manageable task. Right. Well, we always like to talk to people, and it sounds like you have been geeking out about filmmaking for so long. I'm almost afraid to ask, is there anything else that you geek out about, Roger? What else? Oh, geeking out? You? Currently, what I'm geeking out about is, do you know what a VPN is? I do know what a VPN <laughs> is. I'm from the tech <laughs> industry. Virtual... Private, Private ne- network. Private yeah. network. Okay. It's, have you heard of the dark web? Yes. There is a thing, as you know, called the dark web. Right. And it's like going to a really bad part of town. And if you go there... You're gonna get screwed. You're gonna you're gonna get stuck with a shiv yep, if right. you're not careful. Times. So you don't want to go there unless you're maybe with a cloak of invisibility and a VPN. So VPN is a cloak it, of you. It's the Harry Potter cloak. Okay. For going on the internet, so no one knows where you're coming from, who you are. So it's much harder for the it masks to, your IP address, right? So you can't trace it exactly. Here is kind of pinged all over the world. So the bad guys would have a much harder time. Getting you or, or, or hacking you You're or geeking finding out you out about VPNs? Yeah, I don't think we've ever had a geek about <laughs> VPNs. Oh, I know we've never had a geek about that. So no. How cool is that? So if anybody wants to uh, follow you on social media, uh, go to your website. Please tell us how we can find you. Start at my film, thetruthaboutmarriage.com. And you can learn about the film, when it will be released, and you can find me that way. Also, my website is my name, rogernygard.com. Minnesotans know how to spell Nygard. I don't have to spell it for them. But for those who are, if you're not from Minnesota, Roger and Nygard, N-Y-G-A-R-D.com. And that's a, that'll have the, that's the center of the web to all of my nefarious doings. <laughs> I, I, but clearly they're not very dark because you just gave out the web address. You just so make fine. sure you make sure the VPN is on. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, what a great party. You and guys we'll, throw an amazing party. We try. We try our best. Um, we'll see you in October. Yeah, and I'm sure the festival will be just as great. Uh, it'll be like a, a, a what a 10-day party. It is Gosh, a 10-day party. Yeah, it's exhausting it's blast, to say the least. But yeah. So I think we have our next guest right there. Yeah. 
Claire, come on down. We're here because we actually brought our good friend Roxanne Battle along with us, along with Rick. Roxanne so, so Battle Roxanne was here. What? Roxanne was talking about that. Yeah, and, and and Roxanne was on our previous episode. We were talking about her silver collection. Did she bring any of her silver? She did collection? not. But we did have a conversation. She and I this morning earlier at the hotel where we were discussing it. So. As we uh, come to the conclusion of this episode of Be Our Geek, it makes sense that we would wrap up because we all attempt to be really good at social media, <laughs> at Be Our Geek, and we fall short often. So, Jayton, thank you very much. And it's not at the lack of not trying. Oh, it's gosh, It's not no. knowing. The spirit is will- willing. The execution is weak. That's execution what it is. is weak because we don't know what the tools are. <laughs> and or how and when to wield them, right? right. So, uh, Or gonna- we have cocktails and things happen. So... When I have cocktails out, yeah. great things happen. I'm just saying. Don't uh, drink whole, in social. The no. whole festival came about when Mr. Cooper and I shared a bottle of wine, and then we went to a second and a third bottle. That's a second story for another day. Uh, I want to introduce Claire Bloggett. Blodgett. Claire Blodgett. Blodgett. That's um, okay. Claire's actually from Minnesota. She actually yep. made the trek to Venice. It was hard, hard thing for her to do. Yeah, twist my arm. Just for this nope. particular party. I and, did. And the reason that she's here is that I met Claire at a networking event in Minneapolis and yes. uh, we got to talking. She got to learn about the organization. I got to learn yes. about what she does. And to say that she's a social media genius and a guru is oh. an understatement. Oh. She runs her own social media company. And as the festival, we're always looking to broaden our reach into the community, make sure new consumers know about it, make sure that our existing followers are active yes. with us and how can they be incentivized to get their friends and families to join our collective. So Claire's uh, officially joined our organization at the advisory board level. And when she said she was going to come out here, I'm like, you got to be on our geek Geek podcast because yes, you, you geek out about social us, media all the thank time. Thank you for having me. So, yes. what is the name of your company? The name of my company is Clarity Marketing. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, yes. wonderful. And so, how long have you been doing that, Claire? I started my company um, about four years ago, mm-hmm. and I started it slowly. Very slowly at home, oh, so I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. Well, welcome. We are we are kindred spirits. We appreciate that. So, what was the impetus for you stepping out and going? I'm going to have my own company and I'm going to do this. To have my own company, I I always knew I wanted my own company, but I didn't know what to do. And then all the pieces kind of fell in place naturally, mm-hmm. um, and. I just kind of dug into it. I needed a consultant actually for uh, another position that I was in and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find a consultant that would just do social without signing on to like a $10,000 a month retainer, things like that with a full agency. So I really saw there was a hole in the market and I started doing some, you know, research and testing and experimenting and then it became clear, you know, there's a need. So, so when you are working through your social channels, uh, I, I know that there are the staples and the pillars of social media, yes. but there are also other ones that are popping up. When you're working with your clients, how do you go, here's what you should focus on. You should primarily do Insta or you should be a Snapchatter. How do you help yes. determine what's the best course for them? So... I think this is critical um, anytime you're trying to build a social media strategy. 
I go through a set of 20 plus questions with any potential client and we talk about what is it that you do? Why do you do what you do? What's your purpose? Who's your audience? These things, you know, what's profitable for you? What's not, you know, and we really dig into it. And that's where you find all these little nuggets of this is your differentiator because sometimes people don't always know, you know, I work with small to large companies. So we go through this discovery process and then from there, I take that information and say, well, you know, I think you should really be on LinkedIn or, hey, I think you should really be on Snapchat. Do you have a favorite platform? I Right now, I love Instagram. Why? I mean, who doesn't? Okay. Who doesn't? But I'll say... Do you miss MySpace? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Do you miss MySpace? No. Wait, Friendster. I kind of miss... I, do you miss Friendster? I never even had MySpace. You did it? <laughs> No, I loved MySpace. <laughs> MySpace was a legit. Jake was one of my top eight. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah you were yeah, in my yeah, bottom yeah. 12. No. Oh, <laughs> fire. I'm turning your mic off. No, no. no I love Instagram right now. Um, it's so versatile, and it really is just such an inclusive space for everyone, and it's a more positive space right, right. now. So it's kind of the place to hang out if you're looking for – you know, a, a more positive, happy online experience. Uh, glad to hear it put that way. So, when you are not uh, going through all of your social media guruness, <laughs> is there anything else that you're a big geek about? What else, really? What else are you like? Your friends and your family are sick yeah. of you talking about. Yeah. So, I a few years ago, I became a complete minimalist. So, how's that going? Awesome. You got rid of a whole bunch of stuff? Oh, from like four years ago to now, I probably got rid of at least 75% of my stuff, 50% of my kids' stuff. My husband, you know, we're working on it. Working on it. It's a gradual. Yeah. He's coming on board. He's working. Yep. So, So what about minimalism that attracted you towards that? I just realized after I became a parent, really, that you're just. All you're doing is shuffling stuff around. Yep. It's like, I'm putting this away. I'm cleaning this thing. I'm doing this thing. I'm buying this consumable. Like, you're, if you really think about how much time in your day is spent with a thing and caring for the thing or paying for the thing or, you know, storing the thing, it just, I'm like, this is crazy. Right. And so I just started really looking into it and I'm like, I don't need like 90% of the stuff. What did you start with? Did you start with your kids' toys or your no, wardrobe? No, I started with my clothes. Fair enough. I feel I like I started with my clothes. That. Did you do that 333, that 333 thing where you're like that many things? Or what I did was your not. Methodology? So after I had my second child, my son, um, I was kind of like, you know, every time I would open my closet, I was feeling guilty because I wasn't wearing my old clothes that used to fit me. But not only that they fit me, because they were very expensive. Right. So I had had a job where I had to be very dressed up. And so when you can't wear that 125 pair of, you know, trouser pants, right. you just open your closet and feel like shit. Yeah. And so True. I was like, I'm done. I got rid of everything that didn't fit, that I didn't wear. And I mean, I was down to like 20 pieces of clothing. Wow. And it didn't matter because that's all I was wearing anyway. And when I realized I could live without everything else that just wasn't making me feel good about right. myself, I was it was so much easier to say goodbye to it. That's Fair amazing. Yeah, yeah. I try wonderful. to do that. I, I'll, if I buy something, I know in my mind when I'm actually making that purchase, I have to get rid of two of the same things in my closet. Absolutely. And so and really, 
it's made me so much more mindful about what I'm buying and 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 how I'm buying it and what the quality of the whatever it is. You know, um, it's, it's shopping is not a sport anymore. Fair enough. It's, yeah. not, it's not how you self-medicate anymore. No, either. no. I've moved on. I've watched the minimalist documentary on yeah. Netflix yeah. on numerous times. I find Marie it very Kondo. Mm-hmm. I am by no, no, there's actually a minimalism. There's a documentary called Minimalism, called minimalism on Netflix. About yeah. these two gentlemen that yep. went on this minimalist project. Okay, cool. call themselves the minimalist. You would love it. It's I empowering, it very yes. Soothing. It's very soothing. And I am by no means minimalist in nature, but it did make me more conscious. Conscious. Just about yes. yep. my, and more intentional That's it. in Absolutely. my process and, be, and make myself okay I think that's, with that process. The key word is intentional, being with every decision you make, every purchase you make, every, every word you say, just being exactly. conscious of it. It's not just getting rid of stuff. It's how are we changing our behavior around things and how does that behavior make a change overall? And do things on you or you own the things right. at the end of the day. Um, if somebody wants to find out about you, your profession, mm-hmm. to get in contact with you about social media, sure. have, want advice, how do they find you? You can always email me, claire at claritymarketing.com or spell that, spell that. Sure. C-L-A-R-E, no I, I yep. know. Yeah, that's C-L-A-R-E at C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y marketing.com and check out my website, Claire. Yeah, you have a social media. Thing? I do. Yeah, ahead, it's all Clarity that. Marketing. It's, it's just all just Clarity Marketing. Like, I'm well and be- Jaden, don't be silly. Well, and because I spell my name a little differently, I'm the only sense. Clarity Marketing Trust spelled me, that way. We have a Jaden and a Shannon with an A on yeah. the show. We, there we, we go. Familiar okay, with. good, good, that good. We're good. That yeah. was open. That website yeah. is easily available. So that's all <laughs> exactly. great. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you being part of Be Our Geek. We're going to make sure that we post all of your socials. We appreciate you being part you of bet. all of the joy that is going to come from the Twin Cities Film Fest and our 10th anniversary. And I you'll see it. Claire at the festival. So mm-hmm. come say hi. Absolutely. Please do. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Thank you Thank so you much. Very much. The party's still us. going. When yeah, are these people the going to leave? Keep going. They're Never. They're going to leave for at least a couple more hours because you to told know. them that on the invitation. I so did. That's your fault. That's all you. But James, so we are getting geared up for the 10th anniversary uh, of the Twin Cities Film Fest. So you have all kinds of things. I wanted to remind you that since it is the 10th anniversary, we need to have some blue and silver involved into the all of the decor because it's our 10th anniversary. But what else can people expect other than seeing like Roger Nygaard's film? And yeah, so a lot of great content. We're planning a couple of bigger parties. There's a, a little bit of a... Um happening in our organization to do some sort of a street party during the festival as well. We're working on our gala, which is on September 5th, to, to bring, quote-unquote, a, a bigger name. Uh, nothing locked in yet that I'm able to make an announcement on. We're working towards that. Um, you know, our production services are doing really well. So a lot of our celebration internally is about growing into the next phase of who we're going to be. So uh, all that information, when when appropriate, we'll put on our website at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Real quick. Bill! Bill! Come here. Bill, come here. So we got Bill here who... Uh, I just want to check in with him real quick check, because he's he, still smiling and I just wanted to talk to him about things real quick. Bill, grab the microphone. Bill, Bill, um, are you less upset with Jayton and I because we warned you in advance that we were doing the podcast this time? Are I you am okay? not upset at all. You guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> Bill looks at me and was like... But if there was a curtain to push or pull... I would be doing it. 
because you're actually in like the, fl- the I'm path. literally in the way you're of people in coming path. in. Uh, yeah. That's all right. Well, we like being an obstruction, and that is having a good time. But we were talking about all of the great. Jaden was just talking about all the great things that we have planned for the 10th anniversary of the Twin yes. Cities Film Fest, and we just I wanted to check in with you and just go, how excited are you that you guys have made it to this milestone, Bill? Knowing that film festivals typically only last a couple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering the fact that I'm older and I haven't died during the process. Um, I, you know what? I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Right. Because I, I just really think businesses thrive when you develop relationships. You stick to a plan. You, you know, you crawl, crawl run, walk. You, you, you learn from your mistakes. You don't take yourself seriously. You try to keep having fun. And... We do, do everything. All that. We do We've everything with that. good intentions. Yes. Is that too philosophical? No, for the nope, show? not at nope. all. Nope. Do everything with good intentions because it'll all be great. It'll well, all be great. So we're we happy. Appreciate you. It's been great to know both of you over the last ten years. I expect you to have at least ten more. So Bill, you can't roll up and die on us yet. So you are uh, my in heart. This for the my heart. <laughs> Don't scare Anybody me. know CPR? No, I'm just I do. <laughs> I'm going to go learn right now. All right. So I, I am actually CPR certified. Nice. So I got you, Bill. If you anything got happens, me. I'll have that. So right. we always encourage people to be part of our community. You can find us if they go online. You can go to Be Our Geek. You can also email us at Be Our Geek at gmail.com or all of our social media is Be Our Geek MN. So we appreciate you being part of it. Jayton. As always, I appreciate you. Thank you very much for inviting me out to Venice for part of this. And we remind everybody to join us next time because we appreciate all of you. And remember, be our geek because everyone is a geek about something. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.